He shoots, he draws is sponsored by the Westcott Rapid Box Switch. Isn't it time you made the switch? Do it today at www.fjwestcott.com backslash switch. Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design with your hosts, Glenn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome back to He Shoots, He Draws, the weekly podcast that somehow manages to keep crawling itself through the week, <laughs> finding content. <laughs> And we're back. We're actually changing the schedule a little bit as we come into the summer months because we've both got some travelling. And but by both, I mean me and yeah, me. I'm actually here. going away this time. Yeah, yeah. It's actually both of us this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, because we've got the summer months coming, there's a lot of travelling coming up. Glenn's off to Holland, then we're off to America, and uh, you off to Normandy. And mm-hmm. so we're changing the schedule. So we're going to try and put episodes out on a Monday instead because it just gives us a little bit more time to get an episode recorded and edited. So um, yeah, so that's the only change with the podcast at the moment. Mm-hmm. But we're both here this week. Um, we had we had to have a little change in schedule this week. We did actually have an interview that we'd done, and unfortunately... Um, due to just technical issues that we couldn't use the audio um, for the interview and we're actually going to have to re-record it and that was with Katrine Eisman and you would have seen me advertise it um, but then this week's episode or last week's episode was the war veteran with um, David Edwards yeah Edwards that's it um, so we've had to just push Katrine back for a couple of weeks because we've got to re-record some of it so um, yeah it was just one of those things You some weeks you get a good recording other weeks you just get that we one don't, thing we don't compromise mate it's no, got to be good quality audio. Good audio or go go good audio or go home. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that episode will be coming. But um, so this week, uh, I kind of said to Glenn, I want to do an episode of us because there's been a couple of things happened over the last week that have kind of made. If something makes me text Glenn <laughs> and have a moan <laughs> about it, then it's something I want to get off my chest and see if it's something that other people. Yeah, it's a bit of a role feel. reversal this week, really, isn't it? Because yeah, you're going to you're going to lead this one with a bit of a a kind of a rant, I guess. It's a little, yeah. It's 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 born from a rant. It's an observation. Off, yeah, it was it was an off air rant, but basically this episode is called "Dear, Please Insert Name Hit." Um, and it's about communication <laughs> and 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 being someone who thrives on networking and 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 being a good communicator and you know the the things I hear people say about me are you know very nice and they always say you know you're always polite um, it's always great talking to you it's you know whenever I get an email from you I always read it because I know you're you know you've taken the time out to talk to me and there were three instances over the last week with people we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not going to name names. We're not going to, you know, because everyone's busy. Everyone's got a reason for doing what they do. But this, for me, was just a bit of a red flag. And basically what it is, is when you've got a relationship with someone, and this will come onto your war project, mm-hmm. um, when you've got a relationship with someone that's been built over a few years, built over time, for me, if I'm going to communicate with you, I'm going to send you a personal email. Um, now, there, now there might be a middle part of it that might be some details. Like, say, I'm talking to someone about the podcast. I'll do an introduction. The statistic bit in the middle, I don't want to keep typing out. So I'll maybe have a paragraph about the podcast. Then the last third will be back to the conversation. Yeah. Um, a bit, a bit like, touch. yeah, I'm talking to you. Just listen to this, and we'll come back. 
Now, to me, that's really important. I will take the time out of my day because I want to communicate with that person because there's a, I might want something, they might want something. Um, but hopefully it's a mutual benefit. Mm-hmm. And there were three instances this week, two from people I know and one from somebody I don't know, where I just felt a little bit kind of offended, insulted. Well, can you, can you kind of, that, all right, so take one of them. Yeah, right? so Let, take one of them. So so one of them was um, one of them was an email from someone I've known for quite some time, yeah, a few years. Yeah, yeah. And, and the email basically was, hello, blah, 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 my name is, and I want to introduce you to this, um, and we'd like you to do this for us. Um, and this and is then, the same one that I had? Yeah, you got exactly the same email. Yeah. And then it was... Um, and then it was click this link to find a slot where you can fit in. Now, I read it and I actually replied to Glim with with a reply to the email, which was kind of a tongue in cheek was, oh, hello, person. Um, my name is Dave Clayton. Uh, you may know me from such films as. No, <laughs> um, I, I, I am a teacher. And I made it very obvious that when this person read it, it'll be like, why is he telling me all this? Mm. And it was because... There was no person. There was no intention of making that email personal to me, and asking me for my time and my help with with something that was important to to them. And yeah, and the fact I, that- I know I know that when I got it, I actually and I'm not somebody who's overly sensitive. But when I actually got that email, and you see that it was from somebody that we've both known for a number of years, when you get that email, you kind of feel like, well, that really does kind of devalue what I thought. Well, if I'm honest, the relationship was. You just treat. Yeah. You, what did I say to you before we started recording? Don't batch process me. If yes. you batch process me, you completely just put a, putting aside anything that relationships wise that's been built, and you're just yeah. treating me like any Tom, Dick, and Harry. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because that's the now, same email that go out to people that clearly this person knows, and clearly some new people that that person doesn't know. Yeah, there's no now, di- there's no differentiation between the two. No. And there, and my guess would be that there was maybe maximum thirty emails because of the nature of the email and what it was regarding. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say specifically, but it was regarding a thing, and I knew that at most there was about thirty people who would have received it. Now, mm. I will now sit on the defence of the person who sent it to me. I know their background and their life, their their life, their day to day life, and I know they are very busy and got a lot on their plate so i will say that given that they may not have had the time to write 30 individual emails um the fact that they were tasked with it was very much a look just send this generic one out and see who responds which to me again sort of devalued the like do you really want me or are you just trying to hit a number of people that you need to do something with do you know do you know there was a time when i if i'd ever had an email exactly the same as that there was a time when i'd have just jumped at that and gone oh yeah yeah definitely definitely do you know what i mean yeah. because because i would be thinking well that'd be great that'll help my promotion blah 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 but i have learned over the last few years that it actually doesn't help your promotion no the thing that helps your promotion really is your consistency <laughs> that's yeah, basically yeah. it do you know what i mean not jumping on every single thing that comes your way that doesn't really by spreading yourself thin and and taking anything that comes that doesn't really help your promotion in the long run so now yeah. that's why i'm kind of like nah i'm not i'm, I'm not going to do that number one because i don't actually see the point in it hmm. because the certain thing they wanted to talk about the product they wanted to talk about i'm not a product and gear junkie 
I don't no. see it fitting in my workflow, so I'm not going to waste their time for that. So there's that side of it. But also, yeah, the generic email turned me off anyway. Yeah. And also, again, it was, you know, the the fact that there's a relationship there and, and that, that person should know the people they're talking to. The whole thing was geared, the whole email that, you know, was geared around a very specific thing that is nothing to do with me. Mm. It was like, I have nothing, I have no value. I, I have nothing to offer because of my background and what I do. And yet, so it was more like, wow, I've got this sort of generic email. And then you don't even know what I do. Hmm. You've, uh, and uh, so, yeah, it, I just found it really, really um, kind of off-putting that, you know, I, for me, it's really important to send an email out to people. And, you know, today I'm, I'm dealing with a potential sponsor that communication started back in March. That's the sponsor gone, for the show, right? Yeah, for the show. Um, a really good sponsor that we're hoping to get on board and we've built a relationship we've had conversations we've gone back and forth talking about what we can do for each other would it be right um, uh, but also a little bit of you know I know I got to know this person at, at the photography show that I knew their background so I was asking them questions like oh, had you been to see Endgame what did you think of it because I know they're into Marvel and the cosplay so you bring personality into it now if I just sent out a generic one it would have just gone in the, the gone in the the pit, you know. B file B one N. All right. So, the, so the thing I'm thinking of there is that you've you've said there that you got to know this person a little bit. The relationship started at the photographer show that we had back in yeah, March. March. But you've then in the emails you've mentioned, oh, did you go and see Endgame? Now, initially, okay, when you say that, it, and I know that this isn't the case with you because you are somebody who networks and is very genuine when you contact people. What I'm trying to say here is that you can also, if you don't go in there going for the jugular in the first email saying, yeah. I want this, yeah. but you actually go the route of, hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You can yeah. also tell when it's not genuine, when really you couldn't care less. You you are taking the time. You generally, are pro- and if you're saying now that relationship's been going on since March, and only now are you talking, where we are now in you know May, May. looking at developing this sort of sponsorship, that's not something that's happened after the first email it's been going backwards and forwards so what i guess i'm trying to say here is for anybody who's listening is if you are looking to work with people number one don't do a generic email personalize it and number two if you are going to do a bit of small talk make sure it's genuine because people aren't stupid and they'll see straight through it that you're just killing time how are you blah 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 right now what i really want is this it's so obvious when you're doing that which we spoke about in previous episodes when we were saying you used to get emails like uh, from people you hadn't spoken to for two or three years who would be, hey, Glenn, how are you doing? Um, can you give me your all your settings for, for such and such? Mate, I, don't, even- I don't even get the how you're doing sometimes. There's one person in particular who still does it. And I, I kind of hope in a way, because you know, sometimes I do like to just, um, I don't mince my words. I'll tell somebody, if they've annoyed me, I'll tell them. But I'll do it in an, in an, what I would think is an eloquent way. Do you know what I mean? I won't yeah. F-bomb them. I'll just tell them abruptly, I don't think you should do this because I don't think I don't agree with yeah. it. This person, I've actually had to hold off from replying. I've actually not bothered, which is wrong. I've not actually replied. Every time they've asked me something in that email, there's never been a hello, how are you? It's, hi, Glenn, boom, I want this. Yeah. Tell, can you tell me this? I've not even bothered replying to them, but they still haven't got the message. It's like the old treat them mean, keep them keen. Do you know what I mean? They still keep coming back for more. <laughs> but I think it's a lost art. I say this to the kids, and I may, I've mentioned this before in an episode, and I won't even take credit for it, but I remember someone saying, um, think of the way you speak to Siri and Alexa. 
you never say please or thank you. Yeah. So we, we now we now bark commands at a machine and we now can't distinguish between machine and people because I That's hear so many people go into shops where they go uh, that you know even today I saw someone they said oh can I help you and the guy just looked at the board and went uh, yeah uh, coffee and uh, cheese baguette do you ever do you ever find yourself like when you're stood in a queue and there's somebody in front of you yeah. and they're they're clearly just like that they go uh, the person says can I help you and they go yeah latte and the, obviously the person on the counter is kind of like and they go and do it I can't help myself I outwardly go please, please. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then they look over oh, the shoulder you. and go, please? Yeah. And if they don't, when they're gone, I always make sure when I speak to the person next, it's like, well, there's there's kindness and politeness yeah. for you. And they laugh and they like raise their eye, roll, roll their eyes because they get it all day. Yeah. But it is, it's kind of a lost art of being, you know, being polite, being communicative. And, and the other uh, the email number two um, <laughs> was slightly different. This was somebody I didn't know. Uh, it came out of the blue. It was addressed to the show. And again, I'm not going to say who it is, but basically it was a person working for somebody and their task was to obviously go out and get interviews for this person who had a product coming out. The email just started, hi. Um, And then it was, I'm such and such and I work for so and so and uh, this person has got a new product coming out called this and he's he's got these other, excuse me, (laughs) <laughs> a little burp escaped um, <laughs> um i'm leaving that and, in yeah leave it in and i've got these other couple of products he's also done these other things as well and we th- and he would love to be on your podcast uh, uh carried on talked more about that this person and then it was uh we think it'll be a great opportunity for you to have this person on uh and even better if you could get the episode to drop when the product is out. So click this link to see if you can get a, to, you know, to book a slot. And I was just so, I was just so offended by that. Mm. You know, the first, the first one, example number one was a little bit, look, it was impersonal and it was a little bit sad because it's someone we know, but at the same time, I do know this person has a lot on their plate. So I get why they did it, but it's still, they, they've not got what they wanted because of it even through the relationship this one was someone i didn't know um i did a bit of research i looked up the person i saw what they did it it said that this person's also got a popular um channel where they also interview people and such and such and such and such then they quoted someone like i'd be impressed and it was someone who i already knew And, and from the top to the bottom it was like hi so not even D- Hi, Dave, or Dave or Glenn. Mm. So they've not even looked at the podcast to see who we are because all our stickers and their banners all say our name. Then, like saying, I would love to be on your podcast, even if they'd got the Hi, Dave, and then would love to be on your podcast, he shoots, he draws, um, and maybe even a line about it that. Mm. Just to prove, or, or there was like I remember it. in episode blah blah. Yeah, I, what I really liked you know, was when you did this, this, and this. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, we know you've interviewed some mutual friends. Is another one I always yeah, do. If yeah. I'm reaching out, it's like yeah. we've got mutual friends, so you can speak to them about us to you know to ask about, make sure we're genuine. Um, and then by the end of it, I was like, no, not happening. I actually responded to him and I actually said, "Hi, thank you for the email. Um, to be honest with you." it didn't come across as a genuine request. It came across as very generic cut and paste that it's been sent out to a lot of people. 
you know, if you listen to the show, you'd know that we don't do product placements. We're not the Jonathan Ross show where we have, you know, three people on the, on the, for Americans, that's uh, Jimmy Kimmel or mm. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, they're coming on because their new films out or their new mm. books out, and that's all we talk about. That's not what we do. We do have people on, and we do talk about things, but yeah, it's but part we, of we a choose that. Chat. We don't. We, this plat. This platform isn't for somebody to go. Oh, I've got a new book, or I've got a new whatever coming out. Oh, Glenn and Dave have got a podcast. Right, I'll go on there and promote it. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. We'll talk <laughs> about it if that's something that we want to do. But this is not an advert every week. No, do you know what I mean? No. This is this is a chat show. Yeah, we like some chat. <laughs> chat, chat, Nuke. We're Alan Partridge. Um, but yeah, and I went back and I actually said, because uh, he'd made a big deal of saying what this guy had done, um, I went back and said, uh, just for, you know, just for a bit of information for you, um, Glenn, my co host, has also uh, it's, it's got three books of uh, all reached number one on Amazon um, that called this, this and this. He's also an instructor at these events. Um, I'm also writing a book and uh, I've also taught at these events and we both know a couple of mutual friends. Um, now, so touche, mon ami. Yeah. <laughs> and I finished it with, look, maybe one day we'll meet this person. Maybe we'll strike up a conversation which will turn into a good chat that may develop into a, hey, this person would be good for the podcast. That's how we get our guests. Mm-hmm. That that These are the kind of relationships we want to build. So when we ask them to be on the show, again, when I, like Austin Cleon, you know, Austin Cleon took us three months, mm-hmm. three months to get him on the show. And that was with some nice emails going back and forth that, you know, doing a bit of research, che- checking his itinerary. Respecting the, what they, he yeah, can and can't do and all that. You yeah. know, I know he's got a book coming out. I know he's going to be on the road. I'd like if we could to fit it in this period. We'd love to, you know, and Austin Cleons, we did talk about the book because we chose mm-hmm. to talk to Austin about it because his other two books have been so influential. So in that respect, it was, again, a, a very, you know, dear insert name, mm-hmm. very is the word disingenuous yeah yeah yeah, yeah it came across again and and had that email been a little bit more friendly i may have contacted you and said actually do you know what glenn this person might be good um what do you think but it was just nope i'm not going down that route that's got my back up now you know old grumpy man here um no i think you're right there's... mate because you know this we, let's face it we ain't desperate for guests we're in no. a very for- fortunate position where through doing what we've doing for a number of years we've actually got some really great connections really great friends that we know we would be able to speak to to get onto the podcast for the right reasons yeah do you know what I mean? and there are people that we wouldn't do so we're, it's not like everybody thinking oh no who are we going to have on this week this now has become like brushing your teeth we just do this every week and that's it I've, yeah, I do brush my or, teeth or every more other than week, once yeah. a week, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, Jesus. I know what you mean. God, look at no, your furry is. teeth. <laughs> I've um, got cotton mouth now. Actually, my missus uh, calls me Barry Gibb. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Some proper pearly whites there. I have there. to say, you have got very good teeth. Thank you, mate. That's very kind. But, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we're going off. We're going off track here. Um, the third one is... Uh, the third one is what I call um, recipro- reciprocal uh, contact. Mm-hmm. And that is when somebody messages you, again, a, a generic cut and paste. It was very obvious. It was a hi, insert here, insert here. Here's the inf- information. Um, asking for... So, so, And this isn't the first person. There have been other people that where you get, hi, I've got a thing. I want you to promote it on your channel. And 
But whenever you look back, you see, actually, interesting, that person has never shared the podcast, Mm -hmm. has never responded on anything on social media when I've maybe shared your book. There's been instances where, you know, we've been asked to promote a book uh, when the the person asking hasn't once advertised your your book mm-hmm. um, or workshop or or class, it's when it's a one sided. Hey, promote this for me. Again, I'm very much well. You've you know, I give you credit for just asking outright. If you don't ask, you don't get. But where's the reciprocation on that? The, the, there the is also the th- the argument of you shouldn't give to receive. Do you yeah. know what I mean? However, you know, again, this has been going on for quite some time now, and just the occasional mention would be nice. It's just a, yeah. just a you know, just a, a, a nice thing to do, rather than never doing it and then asking for something. Yeah, never doing I it mean, and asking for something again. It's like, hold on a second. I con- I'm constantly promoting other people's podcasts on social media I, I and i follow a lot and i comment on them as well and if they ask a question or they do you know maybe an instagram live and they're, they're doing a poll or something i often take part and give them a feedback there's a couple of facebook groups where uh, there's a podcasters one there's a graphic design one and, and a lot of the people in graphic design also have podcasts mm. and it's kind of you look out for each other and i comment on this now some of them when when i meet them I, I, they are telling other people about our podcast. They speci- especially like the name of it as well. Because oh, they got a great name podcast. He shoots, he draws. Like he's a photographer and he's a designer. <laughs> but it's nice because they talk. They know what's going on. They listen. They're listening to the show, and that's a bit another big thing. Is I think someone said on a podcast yesterday there was over six hundred thousand podcasts and growing. Wow! At the moment, it's one of the biggest media. Um, peaks of, yeah. of of a of um of a medium at the moment mm-hmm. um so you know there's a lot of choice out there and there's a lot of genres and you know we sit in the photography design there's a lot of photography stuff you have to pick and choose what you want and what resonates but i try to you know try and help and push and retweet and a bit, we obviously we talked about this we we moved uh we're on Simplecast and we did the migration to the platform and subsequently, us and everyone else I know who's gone over lost about 25% of the statistics. Now, those, that 25% loss was actually dead statistics. They, they didn't count. They were, um, stats were inflated. And, and I've been talking to quite a few people now who have, have transferred and talked them through it and gone, you know, look, don't be despondent. But you, this is actually real what you're getting as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, you know, yeah. We, were, we were pushing 150. It happened. We dropped back to just over 100. But we know that that 100 is quality. So I've been helping them talk about that and giving them some tips. I know that that what goes around comes around. You know, I'm giving. I'm not giving to receive. I'm giving because I can help. So I'm more inclined. If any one of those people said, oh, Dave, I've got this thing I'm doing. Is there any chance you could just give it a shout? I'll be on it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll be retweeting it before they finish asking me. Mm-hmm. Because, there's a re- again, there's a relationship built there where I respect their product, they respect mine, and we like each other. Uh, and, and I just think, I personally think that if you want to get things, you have to be patient, you have to be courteous, polite, you know, the way that your parents should have brought you up when you were younger, don't fall into the trap of, of the social media trap of 
um, or like talking to Alexa or Siri, where you just demand and expect I think something. That, I've never heard that reference to the Alexa and the Siri thing, but now you mention it, I think that is actually really true. The way you just literally say, "Play this, give me that." Yeah. What's, what's the weather going to be like? And you do see people who've become that way. Yes, that is, yeah, that's really good um, kind of comparison there. I like that. There is apparently there's a setting on Alexa for kids that if they don't say please, they don't get the answer. <laughs> that which should I be think on by default. Yeah. It should be, and I do. It feels funny, but it's like I know it's not even a real person, but I think it's just um, muscle memory. Mm. Is to if you're asking something, say please. If you've received it, say thank you, and and just that. And I think that just carries across a lot. Whether you're, you know, again, if you want something, if you need someone's help, or you want the benefit of being associated, mm. play the long game. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, you know, if you want something, think about getting it in six weeks this this goes back to things that we have talked about before because didn't we do yeah. an episode about the, the, the fame thing whatever yes. that is now how how some people seem to they have like these crazy bursts of activity because they think they want to get this overnight success and get famous and then you see them drop off yeah it, it, do you it know is, what else? it's just an ongoing they also process. get overnight failure yeah <laughs> they get the they get the failure and the drop as quick as and we've talked about fads we've talked about people um, creating false um, false premise mm. to get what they want, and you know, there's been some other stuff we've talked about this week that we're not going to put in this episode because it was it was for another day. Was but that the? Is that, I'm not going to talk about it, but is that yeah. the using the woe is me to attract? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fake um, fake despondency. I think it is. Yeah. But yeah. But again, it's it's about your message. It's about people seeing. Like the just being genuine, just not. That's what not this boils the, down to. All, all said and done, this boils down to being genuine. Yeah, not the not the a word, the authenticity word, because that can be overused and and faked. Mm-hmm. Um, but genuine, people can pick up genuine. I personally think people can pick up genuine better than authentic, because people can see authentic as being swearing. Or, yeah, yeah. or or aggression mm-hmm. whereas i see genuine being look at someone look into someone's eyes you know you could you know there's been plenty of con men <laughs> there's a lot of people out there who can charm the birds out the trees um you will come across them but for the most part you know look into someone's eyes talk to them on the phone create a personal experience between you because then you will get things people will help you without asking you know the fact that people will, and that's how that's how I've become. Mm-hmm. So I think those sort of three examples actually lead me into a question for you. Oh right, so you I've done warned a, me about I've, this. <laughs> I've done enough talking now. So you're particularly well, this is one of the things that really highlighted it for me this week was you've posted I think two videos and a set of pictures this week. It might have even been three videos. Right, you've been visiting veterans mm-hmm. who who are. At, at best 90 plus oh yeah yeah and you've been going into their home in some cases where you know they're on their own or, or they have a have a partner or a family member but i know that you're not just sending an email saying hey mr veteran i'm doing a project i want to take your photo when can i come mm-hmm. because 
that isn't how you would get I, I wouldn't get house. anywhere with that one in fact to be honest with you I've never done an email to go and photograph one of these veterans it, what, what's brilliant is there are actually some of them and I don't know why I'm smiling when I'm saying this but there are some of the folks I'm, I, I've dealt with who are veterans uh, who are late 90s and we're talking one guy's 98 and he is incredibly active on Facebook I think, I think that <laughs> is brilliant. So I've spoken to him on the phone, but also messages backwards and forwards on Messenger. I think it's brilliant. It's um, great, isn't it? But I've never, I've never done an email to introduce myself to say hi. In fact, the only ever time I did any kind of writing stuff was at the very, very start of this to introduce myself when I, I found a group um, that deals – that's basically a, a friend of mine called – who's become a friend of mine, Andrew Wright, who lives over in Norwich. He set up the Normandy Veterans Family and Friends group, uh, and I was recommended it. So I went on to it. I requested to join. Andrew's checked me out because um, I put loads of details about who I am, what I do. He's looked at it and agreed me to join. And then I did a post, and this is the only writing that I did. And it was basically to say, look, this is who I – this is to everybody in the group. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is what I would love to do. And initially, it wasn't to do with an exhibition at all. It, I literally said the old saying of no such thing as a free lunch, I actually think there is. There's something in me that says I want to take photos of these folks, men and women, who served during World War II. So I want to be yeah. able to give them and their families a portrait they wouldn't ordinarily get. And then I carried on by saying um, that uh, please, you know, if you if you are interested, get in touch. But let me assure you that everything I'm doing here is entirely honourable and with the best possible intentions. And then people did start to kind of contact me because they'd checked me out. And it was a guy called Bobby Anderson, who's a, a photographer and an author, who one of the people who's very heavily involved in the group kind of spoke to and said, there's this guy called Glyn Jewis, Bobby. Do you know? And he went, oh, Glyn Jewis, I'll follow him. Yes, definitely. Yeah, he's okay. So that was lucky. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. Bobby was part of the group as well. Um, but... Do you know with the photography, when I go to do the photography with these people, I never, ever photograph a veteran on their own. I always, always make sure there's a family member, partner, friend or something there. I will speak to them on the phone beforehand if they're able to. Some of them are a bit hard of hearing, so I'll speak to them through a third party who's kind of who's who's recommended me and also backs me up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. When we go there, I don't just go in straight away with the kit and start setting up. We go in, and I just want to talk to these people. Do you know what I mean? I want to just literally, you know, because I I am in awe when I sit with these yeah. people. And I try not to portray that because I know they can sometimes feel a bit awkward because they don't feel like heroes. No. But, to, you know, to you, me, and everyone, they are. Do you know what I mean? But I'm sitting there, and I'm just literally just chatting, joking, laughing, having a cup of tea. And then I go, hey, by the way, listen, I'm going to go and get the camera stuff out here. And then we go and set up, and it takes longer to set up than it does to do the picture. But we have good fun doing it. That goes down. I mean, the last people I kind of went to, I've, I've made such good friends with the family, David Edwards, who was our guest on the you know um, veteran interview last week. Um, I mean, so much so that his son, Chris, sent me a message to say that his mum and dad have said there is a home and a family here for you in Abergavenny. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that is yeah. just like, wow. But the yeah. people who I photographed uh, recently, Morris and Mary Sadler, and um, I've put a couple of little videos. I think that's what you're referring to, isn't it? The Instagram yeah. TV stuff. So I put a couple of excerpts of what I spoke to uh, to Morris about, which was just fascinating. But man, have we had a good, got a good relationship going with him. It's such a good relationship. We all sat down at the table. Uh, his son had made all these 
really nice cheesy scones and we had cups of tea and I'm joking about with Mary and, and we're just having fun. Do you know what I mean? And then when I went back the next time to deliver the pictures, me and Morris were just chatting and laughing. Felt like I'd known them for years. And when you leave, you always get the thing of them saying, which I love is when they they kind of, you know, when you shake someone's hand and then you get it sometimes when they actually put their other hand on on top of yours and you get them, get them doing that. And he says, thanks so much for what you're doing, which is kind of like, wow, thanks so much for what you're doing. And Morris, bear in mind, he's 90, 95, 96 now, Morris is, he's not so good on his feet, but he's still, when I was leaving, he pulled himself up out of his chair got his two sticks and he walked to the front door and waited for me to get into my car. And as I'm walking oh. off, he's waving to say goodbye. Oh. And which feels brilliant. It absolutely feels yeah. brilliant. I'm, I'm driving away with a real big smile on my face thinking I've made a friend there. And that's yeah. genuine. I generally have made a friend there. And but, it's when they're saying thank you for what you're doing and you're kind of, I th- thank you for what you've done. Yeah. And I, I wish I didn't have to be here taking your photo. Yeah. I wish you hadn't. I wish you hadn't had to have done what you had to do. Yeah, but I'm to have but, these stories, but, but uh, making so many friends, and that's genuine. Yeah, it's absolutely. You've got, genuine. You've got the oldest bunch of friends I know of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the cool kids, mate. I'm yeah, with the I cool f- kids. I feel younger now. I love it. I mean, I, I'm. People always say to me, "God, you're putting some mileage in, aren't you? You're going all over the place." So what? You know, I, I read a, here's me doing the mileage on Facebook tonight I saw that there's a guy whose name at the moment escapes me I'm going to read the article afterwards but this was a guy who actually was um, he was at Dunkirk and he was captured at the end of Dunkirk Yeah. and he escaped when he was captured and he walked 1,300 miles to escape Wow. From Germans, he worked through all the, you know, and he, he wore the shoes that his mother had sent him. And in his old age, he still had the shoes. He's recently, wow. he's just, just died. But, you know, me driving to Norwich and driving three and a half hours up to, you know, to Wales and down here and yeah. everywhere, mate, that's nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the comfort of my car with my music on or the podcast playing or whatever. It's easy, isn't it? Yeah. I've never seen you so. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what the word is. There isn't a word for it because I, I think whatever I use wouldn't be enough. I but am. I've, I am. I think I know what you're saying because there was. It was a, one of the people I went to go and see. The woman. I think it, actually. I think it was um, uh, David's wife. She actually said to me, "I have never seen anybody so into this." Yeah. She says, "You really are interested in this, aren't you? You really want to do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." Yeah. I think the photography is almost a byproduct of you getting mm. to speak to these people with the stories, and it has. It's been fascinating to watch because I've known you for 10, not even 10 years, mm. and I've seen you like be part of so many things, but it's like it's like you've come home. This is like the project totally, that was, yeah. but, but the timing's to, right. Going back to the genuine thing, to try and kind of link this in with what we're saying here, yeah. I would not be getting the portraits that I'm getting if what... I'm being with them and the way they feel about it isn't genuine. Yeah. It would just look like a, a staged, posed portrait, but there wouldn't be a feeling about it. But I'm really, really pleased that when people do look at the portraits of these you know, these men and women, they do say, oh, God, look at that. It makes you think of this, makes you think of that. They, they kind of look at them and they imagine what are they thinking, what have they seen, what have they done, rather than, that's a nice picture. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's I think that's because of the genuine link. You look at other photographers that we know that are really, you know, photographers who are really good at what they do. There is more to their pictures than a great pose and great lighting. There's, yeah. You see the character, and you can only bring that out when you when you're really good at what you do and you're really genuine and you're interested in that person. Yeah, 
Joe McNally is the first name that well, comes to mind then. Yeah. There's a man who, who builds a relationship and the picture is just something that comes yeah. as a byproduct of it. Yeah. But no, it's good. And it's great to see that the, that works leading towards the, the exhibition as well. And, and, I, and I know you're also going to um, Normandy after yeah, Photoshop yeah, World. Yeah, yeah, we get, um, was it the 25th we fly out for Photoshop World? 27th, I think, yeah. 25th oh, oh yeah, it's the bank holiday yeah. Monday, that's right. Yeah. But then we fly, we leave America on the 2nd, we arrive yeah. in the UK on the early morning of the 3rd, I yeah. then come home, unpack, wash, pack, and on the 4th in the morning I go to Normandy. So yeah. it's going to be a bit of a whirlwind tour, but, mate, this is the 75th anniversary of D-Day, and there's going to be veterans you know, in their mid, late 90s and into their hundreds who are going to be there. And I simply cannot wait to be hanging around with them. And where we're staying, I'm literally a five-minute walk from Pegasus Bridge. Wow. You know, wow. And the Pegasus Bridge have given me a space on the 5th of of June to be in the museum, in the actual museum at Pegasus. They've set aside an area that I can set my little um, setup, a background and light and photograph veterans. I mean, that's just like, wow. You're going to be in your element there. Oh, mate, it'd just be incredible. It'd be absolutely there, incredible. Yeah, there was some sad news I did see this week that um, our dear friend Moose Peterson, the plane is not going to be ready yes. to fly over. Yeah. yeah, he's been... For those who don't know, if you go and um, follow Moose Peterson, I think it's called... Uh, it's not Kiss and Tell, it's um, Hit or Miss. Yeah. Hit or, oh, hit sorry, or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hit or Miss. And that, basically what they've been doing over the period of two years is they got some funding. They had this old war plane and they were basically refurbishing it to do a flight from America to Normandy to, for the anniversary. Um, and obviously because it's a very old plane, there was a lot of work and they needed a lot of funding. And it, I think it looks like the last bit of funding hadn't come through to enable them to finish the plane in time they're still working on it they're still going to do the trip but obviously you think back to planes back in those days they they weren't made to do a transatlantic flight Mm. so moose and the team were due to do stops i think it was like they were heading north into canada to greenland to iceland to scotland england um to get the plane over which would have been incredible because if you follow it on facebook and i will put a link in the show notes uh, just a project to see the labor of love Mm. really Mm, people putting this work into this beautiful plane but no it's sad that um i don't know if a moose is still coming over for it Anyway, not sure. I'll drop him. I'm gonna actually drop a message after this to catch up with him and see what's happening there. Yeah, but I think if you're genuinely interested and you know uh, is of interest to you, definitely watch out for June for the 75th anniversary. Mm. So that'd be really interesting. But um, yeah, so that was really on that whole communication side. I wanted to kind of build. You've got it off your chest. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to sort of say, you know, we get we get communication. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean if you're even if you're polite. I say this to my daughters: just because you said please doesn't mean you'll get what you want. But at least you've asked the right way, um, and that's the same. It's you just be polite. I, I, you know, part of my job is to contact a lot of people, introduce astute graphics, try and develop relationships, and it, it is a little bit demoralising when you put a lot of personality into a message and you don't hear back or it's some time but then every once in a while I'd one today I'm, I can't say what it is but I'd, I'd one today that come back that's quite a big going to be a big contact for us in in the media um, and we had a little chat on LinkedIn and it was really nice that this person come back and said thanks female I'm on the road I'm just at this event but I'd l- want to talk to you more about it um, are you here at this event um, and it was nice and and that's the kind of stuff that develops. You've got to be prepared for letdowns. You've got to be prepared for 
not getting communication back. But if you do it right at the start, mm-hmm. you've got a better chance of getting definitely to to where you want to be, whatever that may be, um, by doing it the right way. Um, now it's different to newsletters. That that is a different thing. Newsletters uh, are do come across as um, generic because that's the nature. Now I know you do yours slightly differently. You make yours sound like they've come from you to that person yeah because you get a really massive hit rate open rate and you get replies exactly Um, yeah yeah people aren't stupid i know that they know it's been sent out to everybody but it's written in a way that would that would sound like that has definitely come to you do you know what i mean because there's no branding on it as such it's like it's like we've talked about it before it's like having a pen pal and i want people to feel that i have written to you yeah well someone said when you're podcasting when we are talking to our listeners who are amazing and thank you for listening to us. Oh, I said amazing. I want to punch myself in the face now. Um, that didn't sound very genuine at all. No. Thank you to our listeners who are loyal. That's what I will say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, I've, I've lost my train you've of thought You've lost your track. There. Well, tell you what, why I you've did. lost your train of thought? We can do it. We could do it wrapping up anyway, because I'm... Yeah. Um, got to do some stuff but before yeah. i go then completely non-related to what we've been talking about a little bit of uh, news those uh of you who are on facebook and all that kind of stuff use adobe products you may well have seen that there was some kind of an announcement going out recently where people were seeing it that adobe had literally doubled the price of the photography plan uh, and there was all kinds of um assumptions and very unhappy people we're not here to talk about that. However, what I will do is give you the address, and it'll also be on the show notes. If you go to Matt Kloskowski's blog, and the actual web address for this is Matt, which is M-A-T-T, so it's mattk.com forward slash blog, go to visit Matt's website because he has done a brilliant write-up explaining exactly what it is. So yeah. you'll be in you'll be in no under no illusion as to exactly what Adobe are doing. And I think you'll be surprised yeah, in a good way. So have a, I'm not going to say any more about it. Have a look no. at Matt's blog and it'll explain everything. Matt's described it perfectly. So we'll head over. We've got a few show notes this week. I just wanted to finish off with a couple of, um, you know me and my books. Mm-hmm. I can't resist. I've been good lately. I've been trying to have a have a bit of a, a cull mm-hmm. um, and dug out some books, which I'm giving to a college, a photography college. So they're going to get the, the books that I don't need. But there were two, but I'm a big space fan. I love the space program from the 60s. You know, one day, I when we go to Photoshop World, I really want to go to Cape Canaveral. We'll do at some it. Point. Yeah, we've we'll never done there. that, so yeah, we'll do Because um, occasionally they have an astronaut on site, and t- t- I'm just I love all things space. So to meet an astronaut would be immense for me. But um, there's a couple of books come out that I saw um, on a photography website, uh, and the first one is called Space Shuttle: uh, A Photographic Journey, and it's the uh, it's a photographer that's basically compiled the history of the space shuttle in photographs. And it's incredible. It's just the, the beautiful. But the space shuttle program was brilliant. It's tragic as some of the things happened, but the book just looks absolutely beautiful. And I did mention the documentary for this on a previous episode for Apollo Eleven, um, for the Neil Armstrong moon landing. But there's a book out with a publisher called Tashin who do some amazing books, beautiful books. I said amazing again. I'm gonna stop that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incredible book. Uh, it's called The Epic Journey of Apollo 11. So if you like the space program and you love beautiful photography from a time that's pre-digital 
where you know these photographs had to count there's two books i think the first one's about 20 pounds on amazon the second one i think was even from tashin it's 40 pounds um but i think on amazon it was about 30 so a couple of good books there um and there's one that uh it, this is an expensive book and i do really want to get it uh the tashin are bringing out the stan lee uh, it's a book about Stan Lee. Oh, wow. It's, it's about 100 quid, but it's a beautiful big book. And if you're a Marvel fan, if you kind of love comics, I I grew up on the, on the Stan Lee comics. I don't do all this multi-universe stuff. But the old Stan Lee, Jack Kirby comics from the original Fantastic Four, this mm-hmm. is a beautiful book of his life and his creations. Um, that's also coming out soon as well. So, cool. Uh, well, as soon as yeah. you mentioned a book, can I can I finish up with one book from me to recommend? No, no. Well, I'm going to anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned Bobby Anderson earlier on, who was a guy that kind of said to one of the people in the Normandy Veterans Group, "Oh yeah, Glenn Jewish, yeah, definitely go for it." So Bob's uh, Bobby's just released his first book, and I can show you. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything to the listeners. However, we'll put yep. it in the show notes. It's called "A Time to Fight: Living and Remembering World War Two," and this is. Uh, uh, nice kind of little book here that Bobby's done photographing some of the veterans, but the main focus is on their stories. So some of the people that right. I've photographed and interviewed, he's got a book here that's got their stories in it. And there's also a little bit of history about some of the things that happened. So I'd highly recommend it. That's uh, Robert D. Anderson. It's on Amazon, A Time to Fight. Nice. There you go. Right. That's it. We've done. We've, we've had. I've had my little rant. Good. We've done. We've done some plugs for products that nobody asked us to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we will be back next week. Uh, I've got a couple of interviews lined up. I'm just waiting for emails to come back. I may be flying solo on a couple, but we've got a couple of design and video episodes coming up soon. Uh, which would be really interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next Friday. I know you're going away for no, a few Monday. days. We're back on Monday. Monday, back on Monday. Back yeah, on Monday. Got, new schedule. Get into the habit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, look out for us on Mondays on the, all the usual places. Uh, Want to thank Westcott, who we're partnering for the month of May, for second month running. Um, thank you to them. Uh, just thank you to everyone who's still listening and downloading and leaving comments and emailing us. We're still getting some lovely emails through. Yeah. Uh, and if you've got Brilliant. anything to say about what we've been talking in this episode, you know, we'd love to hear from you and any examples. And, and as we always say, if you've got a contrasting view where you could make us look at the look at what we're talking about a little bit differently and educate us, feel free to do mm-hmm. it as well. Um, but yeah, you can find us on social media now. Both Glyn and I just want a, a little preemptive thing here is Glyn and I are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, Instagram and Twitter, you can just like go along and follow um, and watch what we do. Now, we've both got a personal Facebook page, and we've got a a a page that's about what we do. So, if you want to find us and follow us. I'm I'm going to be facebook.com forward slash it's Dave Clayton. And I think yours is facebook.com forward slash Glenn, Glenn Dewis. Dewis. Yeah. They're the ones where, um, you know, I've, I know I've got kids, so I've got quite a strict policy on, uh, I don't just like let people be friends on Facebook because there's pictures of my kids and my family and, and personal stuff on there. So please don't be offended if I don't accept you as a friend on my personal Facebook. It's not me being up my up my backside. It's just, you know, this is protection of my family. 
um everything that we talk about on the show and all the stuff we do will be on like the personal page i guess it's called which is forward slash it's dave, Cl- it's dave clayton or forward slash glenn dewis that's where i'll be posting stuff um that's relative to mm-hmm. what what i'm known for um so yeah it's just because there's been a few lately and i've had to send a few messages just kind of to say please don't be offended um but yeah that's just where you can find us the show is on he shoots he draws.com and he shoots he draws on all the social media channels and then we're on itunes and stitcher and google play and all of them so that's the show right listen i'm going to pack because i'm going away for a few days because it's my 20th anniversary cool so in fact it it was my 20th anniversary by the time this goes out you're 25th 20th 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 20th. 20th. Right, I'm off. Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Dewey. Thank you very much. Right, I'm off, Ski. (laughs) Catch you later, mate. Thank you for listening. See you later. (laughs) Bye-bye. Cheers.